All right, everybody. Hey, Probably. it's the week of Thanksgiving here for the Procrastination, Nation, as Thanks they say. Thanks, you. Stan. Ed? Um, good to, good to see you Thank you. Good to see you guys. Um, first off, Kickstarter news, because of the one that's always dear to my heart, um, the MST3K one, it's reached its $2 million goal. Woo. Yep. It's um it it well it, that's only the first goal though they're trying yeah. to like they they just wanted to get to the two million so that yeah, way they that's we, guaranteed so guaranteed then. episodes. Um, Are they, they doing they, like a Thanksgiving marathon or something? Well, they they do that they did that last year too, so it's not uh, necessarily okay. them. It's not, it's it's not just, a Kickstarter thing, yeah. but yeah. Um, but they're probably going to reference it though. They're probably going to use that to do it because Turkey Day marathon that that dates all the way back to '93. Like I remember my sister and I like knew the song by heart where it's Joel and the bots singing about because it was 20 straight hours, which Jeez. sounds a lot, but that's only 10 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they just announced who the new villain's going to be, who the new Mad is going to be. Uh-huh. Um, they're going to get he's mad. <laughs> Felicia Day Ooh, huh. is going to play uh, Doctor Forrester's daughter. Okay, I like that. Because yeah. um, if you watch the series, first it was Dr. Forrester, then it was his mother, Pearl, for the sci-fi episodes, and, yeah. then, um, and then, so now it's going to be his daughter. And uh, I don't know if, they've, if they're going to announce if she's going to have any minions or anything, but like, I'm like, that's cool. Gotta have one minion. Yeah, I know, at least. Like, like TV's Frank, or Mr. Bobo, or Brain Guy. Brain Guy. Those, those were their names. He was like a white, pale-faced looking, like... Um, I don't even know. Like he, he, he reminded me of Death from uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, uh, except he wore purple and he had his brain in a glass plate. Huh. And he just carried it around. <laughs> I know it's not the same thing technically, but uh, uh, Rift Tracks just released a new one, mm. and it's um, the Wizard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> oh, speaking of that too, one of the things I like is that. Um, because for the longest time, Shout Factory had has the rights to the DVD sales, uh-huh. and um, the the people that made MST3K got next to nothing for wow, the, for so the release of it. But Rift Tracks now sells some MST3K episodes as well, and huh. those ones the money actually goes to like the actors and the people. Cool. Because a, a lot of the things too is that like a lot of the people that acted on the show. Also did a lot of the production, did a lot of the writing, did a lot of the, so yeah. they were all the, they were behind the scenes and in front of the camera at the same time almost. So how does that work? Like uh, they got the rights back, to, or, or is it just like they let some of the things expire, the rights to sell them, or what? I I, I think it depends on on which episodes because there are some episodes that Shout Factory cannot get um, the rights to, or if they can, it takes a long time. Hmm. Like I remember for the longest time, one of my favorite episodes was Godzilla versus Megalon, and they couldn't get that episode on DVD because of Toho. Okay, like, they're like, no, that's kind of an expensive property to buy but like and then most recently Gamera they released all five Gamera movies that MST3K was able to do nice and they collected that in no package um, that's a good collection that's cool mm-hmm. yeah it's actually five movies like normally a, an MST3K collection is four mm. but because they did five Gamera movies rather than put the fifth one in another box they put them all together which is really nice um, but yeah uh, so like if you buy them from Rift Tracks you're actually uh, helping um, the people that made the series you're giving them more of your money than than shout. That that doesn't mean you shouldn't buy the Shout Factory DVDs, but if you can get them on Rift Tracks, go ahead and get, get them on Rift Tracks. You get more support that way. Right. Um we were just talking about this uh Weeping Angel toy behind me <laughs> staring at me, freaking me out. Um and I was just thinking about there was a uh some shooter that came out recently. I wanna say it's probably like Call of Duty or one of those uh-huh. one of those games that I I I, I know exists but so it's just in my peripheral. Yeah. <laughs> and um one of the uh, multiplayer levels has a bunch of uh, mannequins, and people found out there's like there's there's two Easter eggs for it. Um, if you shoot, once you shoot one of the the mannequins, it starts like a timer that's hidden. Uh-huh. I think you have like two minutes or three minutes to shoot all the mannequins. The first one is if you just shoot them all in the head, you just headshot each one, mm-hmm. and then they basically all turn into the zombie mode. Uh, they have like the same same AI, and they just yeah. just come at you like zombies nice. trying to kill you. But the better one is if you shoot off uh, all their arms. Uh-huh. Like, just the arm of each one. Uh, and it doesn't have to be one person. It can be, like, an entire team could work together if they wanted to for some reason. Uh-huh. And what it does, it turns them all into weeping angels. Nice. They, they only move to attack you when you're not looking at them. Ooh. And, they, and, and they all just, like, all of them, there's a bunch of them. So they just all congregate. It's terrifying. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and assume that that's... Um, Call of Duty? Yeah, because cause Call of Duty also had that other one not too long ago where it was if you shoot all of the heads off of... Uh, 
off of the mannequins in the Nuketown level, mm-hmm. you can play a bunch of old Activision games. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because um, like, there's a giant television in the thing, and if you shoot all the mannequins' heads off within two minutes and go back to the TV, you can play a whole bunch of old Activision games like Pitfall. Nice. And, um, and yeah, like so, so I, I'm going to go ahead and assume, it might be the new Black Ops, maybe? Mm, yeah, probably. Like Black Ops probably. 3 just came out yeah. not too long ago, so it'll probably be that one. It reminds me of that... Uh, Counter-Strike, uh, there, there, there were some Counter-Strike levels where all, people figured out how to actually put, like, an emulator into the game. Mm-hmm. So then, like, you, you go to that map, you can find, like, an SNES, and you can literally just take out the, the game. But there's, like, several, several games on the on the desk there. You just put the game in, and you can literally play it during during the multiplayer game. So you're playing a game while <laughs> yeah. you're playing a game. And uh, people would, would like, uh, hide out, like, nearby, and as soon as somebody could, like, piece of the controller, just shoot them. Or I saw, I saw, like, montages of a guy playing, like, a Mario level. And then he would just like, he would see on his radar and he would drop the controller, shoot the guy, and put the controller back up and keep playing. With and he, he got like a win streak. He got like a win streak and stuff. It'd be cool if you can like just drop like a C4 thing right there. Like, just like. So when they try to pick it up. I'm trying to play a game here. <laughs> exactly. I'm almost to level six. Can you just give me some. Um, Could you give me a minute to yeah. go to space? <laughs> I'm, I'm on Star Road. I've got the blue Yoshi. Um. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of emulation, too, uh, I heard that PS4 is slowly but surely putting in their emulation PS2. for yeah. PS2 and PS1 yeah. stuff. Yeah, people were figuring that out because of the the Star Wars thing, right? The, yeah. Um, the Star Wars a, collection you can get. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of PS2 games on there that are running already on it, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And like, and and it kind of makes sense that they're start slowly getting the emulation stuff, especially since like, what is it? They got the Super NES. Yeah, that uh, was that was weird. It was uh, Super weird. Star Wars. Yeah, Super Star Wars was was, was given to uh, you in in the pack for for Battlefront. That was weird. And it's just whatever. <laughs> well, because technically that's LucasArts. It's not Nintendo, so I mean, it's like yeah, they can, they can, they can, they can do whatever the hell they want. It's funny that they uh, they already confirmed Battlefront two. <laughs> like it's like well, duh. <laughs> Who wouldn't make it to? I would try to see if I can. Well, I mean, like. Right away, I want, right part of me wants to say I want it to coincide with the release of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. But considering Star Wars movies comes out with uh, like three years apart, I, I I could probably say like two years. They're trying to get that down to less, right? With all the side movies, they're trying to get down like two years and maybe even more. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, but, it's, it's Disney. I'm sure if they can, they're gonna try to get like one out of year. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like, well, because that's how it was. That's how it was with the original trilogy and even the prequel trilogy. They were three years apart within yeah. each for each one. And I mean, to me, I feel that that's the best way, just because the fact that you can still, like, you can still milk it for all its worth. Yeah. You can milk episode seven all you want until it's time for eight hype. Yeah. And then the same thing with nine, like, like milk it for all it's worth, and then nine comes out, and then the trilogy comes out, the trilogy box set comes out, and you're and like, before the trilogy box set comes out, you s- you sell the the original HD remix. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, it's Disney now, so I'm sure it's in the vault somewhere, right? It's in the vault. Yeah. <laughs> it comes out of the vault every. Coming out of the Disney vault for the first time ever, <gasps> DVD versions of the original non-special edition right? Star Wars. <laughs> That's all anybody wants. People will buy the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, God. And uh, I heard that I think Hasbro or like whoever's doing the toys for Star Wars, they say that they they literally can't keep up with the man that they're like warehouses are empty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember what is it when when it first came out when like like they had that Star Wars day and like people raided Targets and like and and emptied everything out. And the funny thing was Target already knew what was going to happen. Yeah. So they just they just released it slowly but surely, like just kind of like, oh, we're sold out. And three hours later, we're putting oh, more stuff. more here. Yeah, where, exactly. Where did so, these come from? Because they knew that like there'd be people going, do you guys have any Star Wars figures? They got like a magician to like, <laughs> puts, like a, he puts like a curtain over the, they, <laughs> and, he, and it's there. It's like restocked completely. <laughs> no, it's a revolving door. It revolves over. The thing I love is, is my store, since I work at Kohl's, um, they have, like we have toys. We have the Star Wars toys. Mm-hmm. In fact, for my friend's birthday yesterday, I gave him uh, Frylo Ren, which is the Kylo Ren Mr. Potato Head. Okay, I thought it was like a Futurama shirt. Yeah. No, but but we sell a bunch of. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm looking at you. Got the future, the Futurama shirt. Yeah. Um, but I um, but we have a bunch of home stuff, like stuff, like stuff for like your kitchen and for your bathroom. Like we have um, the Darth Vader waffle maker. And, and like I'm all. You see that Darth Vader shower head? Yeah, we're going the crazy way with this. I love too. We have the um, we have the lightsaber. Um, 
Toothbrush. No, no, no. <laughs> Lightsaber ice pop maker. Like, you know that whole thing about, like, you know, for a quick and easy tr- for a quick and easy treat for your kids, fill an ordinary ice cube tray with, with juice. Yeah. And then put the... So it's the same thing as that. You just... But they have these lights, lightsaber holders that you jam into it as well. So then they freeze, and then you get them out, and yeah. you just have a your little lightsaber. lightsaber handle and everything. Nice. And then it lights up, too. So it's like... That's, that's amazing. Cool. It's oh, such it's a, a simple, stupid idea. There's like a little light in there? That's yeah, cool. exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a little bar in there that lights up. Just oh, yeah. because of the fact that like, you know, to, to stick it to the... Because that would suck if you... To stick it to out, the man? Yeah, you put out the lightsaber <laughs> handle and like it's just the lightsaber handle comes out and the pop is just still in there. Like, I didn't put oh, it long enough. <laughs> I wanted ice cream, dang. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the soup's ending. Yeah. That's that's surprising to me. Not not so much that the soup is ending, but just that the fact that like you know Joel McHale decided to leave. Yeah. And rather than replace him, like they just done, ended the show. They just yeah. ended it. It's been out for twenty four years apparently. Well, because originally it was talk soup. Yeah. And when you go through the list of people who hosted that, it started with Greg Kinnear, then to John Henson, then to Hal Sparks, Aisha Tyler, and now um, and what's his face, the guy from Community. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. There we yeah. go. Ouch. I think you liked him. I do like him. Just I completely. Hate I, I hate when I can't remember the name. I'm like, oh, that's my favorite character. Um, what's his name? <laughs> I love that character. But Who, can for- gotcha. Who can forget Dear Rat Boy? Because um, <laughs> I wanted to say Jeff, and I'm like, no, that's his character from Community. Um, but yeah, like, because like for the longest time, yeah, it was Talk Soup, and then, um, and then it became The Soup because they inputted reality shows and stuff like that. In okay. Have you seen the movie Cinderella Man? Yes. What? What's his manager's name? The, the actor that plays his manager. I have no idea. I can never remember his freaking name. Whenever <laughs> I ask anybody, everyone just says who? Like he's in so many movies, and I'll I'll look at movies he's in, and I'll just be like, I have no idea what his name is. <laughs> I have no idea who this man is. I think he's won like Oscars, and <laughs> it's like I don't know his name. Well, I always loved too. Um, one of the things when it came to the when it came to the soup, John Henson, who was the second host. He's now on Wipeout, mm-hmm. but before he did that, he he did a show called the John Henson Project, and he post he pointed out he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I was the former host of Talk Soup. No, not the not the Talk Soup host that uh, the the Academy Award nominated, which is Greg Kinnear. Mm-hmm. Not the one who plays a gay guy so well on Showtime, which was Hal Sparks doing Queer as Folk. Not the one that's on, that has a lucrative deal on the TV show Friends, which was Aisha Tyler. <laughs> and the host of Talk Soup that's just happy to be back on basic cable. <laughs> Um, just, yeah, because he he was the only one that like it, he he wasn't really going anywhere kind of thing. On uh, on Talking Dead, they had uh, what's his name from from Community and from um, the Hangovers. Oh, uh, um, Ken Jong. Yeah, Ken Jong. Yeah, they had him on, and I forget what they said exactly, but they said something about like yeah, because we have a really great community here, right? Right, Ken Jong. He's just like everyone's just like, God damn it, like. <laughs> You have to go there. Um, yeah. Was it Paul Giamatti? Yeah, I can never remember his name for some reason. I and mean, <laughs> even though he's in so many things and so well known, yeah. Like if you say Paul Giamatti, everybody's gonna know who you're talking about. But if you can't remember his name, good luck. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, he's, he's Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man too. I forgot that. Every, I think even he wants to it was forget such, that. It was such a small part. Everyone it, forgets it that. wasn't bad, I guess. But it's just weird. Yeah. Well, it, it was bad enough to where they decided to reboot again. <laughs> that wasn't his fault though. <laughs> Really in that movie. Well, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm like, I really like his acting skill. I really love what he. I just think sometimes he picks like really, really bad movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like although sometimes that works to his favor. Like I don't know if you ever seen the movie Shoot 'Em Up. Uh-huh. So it's Clive Owen. Oh yeah, I like the movie. It's a it's a good it's a really cheesy film. By no stretch of the imagination is it like Academy Award winning, and he's in it as the villain. And I'm like, oh, this is a bad choice for you, but damn it, you're great in this movie. <laughs> like, it's weird for him to ever be the main anything. He's always a secondary. He's like the secondary main character or a secondary villain. Or yeah, when you're when you're when you're secondary to the guy that played Lowell in Wings, because he was the the secondary guy in Love Sideways. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like at that point, Thomas Hayden Church had just disappeared off the map, yeah. and then Sideways came in and saved him. And I was like, oh, but Paul Giamatti's in here, and he's he's freaking amazing. Speaking <laughs> of uh, things that are ending soon, Gravity Falls. Yeah, I yeah. thought there was another yeah, season. Well, 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 he he promised us three seasons. <laughs> I feel like they just. Uh, I almost feel like they extended the season season one and two a little bit. And so they, I th- I feel like we actually got two and a half seasons, but they just called them two. Okay, that's what it feels like to me. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
everyone was like it was funny too because everyone thought he was he was joking just for the simple fact that he made a tumblr account just specifically for just for that one post yeah. well and one of the lines in there was was um after that gravity falls as we know it will be over and i was like i was like does that mean something? Is he just saying that, or was it like, <laughs> is there is, is something else happening? Is there a movie? What's going on? Is there a cipher to that post? <laughs> he did put a thing at the end. There was the, the very end. Cypher? He put something in a, in, in, cipher. In a cipher. I was like, God damn it, I'm too lazy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like, I mean, to I'm me, not, it's, it's a, it's a it, end on the top of your game, which is which is yeah, all well and good. Um, but still, it's, it, it, you see that tweet from uh, uh, um, Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah, like he just like it's like the most well-rounded, best written thing I've seen yeah. in like years. You, you were ending it at the very top of your form. Yeah, like, like, you said. like how the how how do you handle that praise? Like, <laughs> he just said thank you. Like, I, don't even... <laughs> I think I need to sit down for a while. We have to lay down. <laughs> But yeah, so it's like two more episodes. We're going to get in two and we're going to get in three. And that one's an hour long. Yeah, so yep. technically three episodes yeah. if you really think about it. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Um, Ariel, um, his, his sister Ariel was a Tumblr also. Mm-hmm. The one that... Uh, is based uh, off of Mabel. Mabel's based off of... <laughs> she's based off of Mabel. She's based on Mabel. <laughs> yeah. no, they had like a Mabel Appreciation Week because I guess the, the last episode was going to focus on her. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was cute. Her Tumblr was full of uh, cute pictures and stuff and... People saying, you know, she's great. Oh, <laughs> it was adorable. Plus, she 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 reblogged that one post from him, the thing the show was ending. That's when I started to believe it because, yeah. she, like, why would she reblog that Tumblr? Fake to me, it's like, it's, all these people are sending stuff to her, thing like thanking her, blah blah. I'm like, you don't know her. For all you know, Mabel is loosely based on. Her. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, she, I'm sure, she's a great person. <laughs> all the videos I've seen of her make me think that yeah. she is that character. <laughs> she's exactly Mabel. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like it's like when you look at pictures of a uh, of Stephen uh, Sugar, and it's like you just know like oh yeah that's totally Steven Universe. <laughs> oh, but you know that he drew the 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 map of the city. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I, I read about that. And it's like, gonna he, be in like some book or something that's coming out. That's ex- I'm excited that they both had like good because like I looked at it and I'm like it's it's some pretty good artwork like yeah. the way it's drawn. Yeah. So it's like well yeah. all right. <laughs> he ain't so bad. I know. Right? Um. You know what? I haven't watched Jessica Jones yet. <laughs> I'm probably going to watch it today. Yeah, I, I want to see it too. But like, unfortunately, the only way I have Netflix is my brother leeching it off of one of his friends. Yeah. So, um, Do you know why I haven't watched it yet? Because the new Digimon series came out. <laughs> I was like, I got to choose between watching Jessica Jones or, or watching the first four episodes. Because it came out... The way they're releasing it is they're releasing it as, a, as as movies or something. It's weird. Okay. So every every episode is like four parts, so and they release them all at the same time. So it's like Futurama season four? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So yeah, the first four episodes all came out at the same time. Mm. They're, they're on Crunchyroll, but I think you need to subscribe to, to watch it. And to, you know that thing where it's always a week later? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. probably when the next four episodes come out, the first four will be available to stream. Yeah. Are they dubbed or subbed? Uh, subbed. Yeah, I... It was kind of weirding me out because um, I'm so used to the American songs and the American names. Yeah. Like the Japanese names are different on um, oh. some of them, and some of them are just the same, but they don't call them like they don't call them Tai. They'll use like a full Japanese name. They'll say like tai, Taiichi or whatever. Ah, okay. And uh, <laughs> and the songs are all different. Like they like they use the original uh, first season's uh, uh, intro yeah. song, but it's a Japanese first you know so season song, hard. so it's not like Digimon Digital. It's yeah. not that whole thing, but it still sounds good and the. Uh, and the music that they play when they're they're transforming into champions and stuff too is the Japanese version. What weirds me out is the fact that they actually have different. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that they don't have the Mons at the end of their name, maybe. Because I'm like I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Digimon. I'm like, oh, they weren't named like Pokemon names. Like it was never like Tyrannomon or anything. Oh, like no, that. Uh, it's it's Agumon. What the hell is an Agu? <laughs> no, no, most of the Digimon names are the same. Okay. But although their voices are really weird. If you if you're used to the dub voices, don't expect their voices. The, the Digimon's voices are completely different from what you the, like the like the high pitched voices will be deep and the deep pitched voices will be high pitched and you're just like, what? Where did this dub come from? But anyway, <laughs> uh, but um, um, oh, but the uh, one of the interesting things, um, yeah, it's just all the all the human names are are a little bit different than what I'm used to. Oh, yeah, and a couple of the Digimon names are different, like um. I guess spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Omni-Man shows up. Oh, okay. Which I love from the movie. Mm-hmm. But he's only called Omni-Man, uh, Omni-Man in the English version. Oh, he's, okay. he's actually, I think, um, 
Omega Mon. Okay. Which makes sense because there's another uh, Digimon who's like his rival. It looks like a dark version of him. Is he Alpha Mon? He's Alpha Mon. Okay. So, and they actually fight in this in, in this first thing. They're basically the two most powerful Digimon there are, and they fight. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because there are some that I that I genuinely didn't think we're gonna have. Like I'm, I'm like Devamon. I don't think he's gonna be Devamon. They're like uh, I don't know. Uh, they like the English. <laughs> my Otis Mon. What the hell is my Otis? Mon? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's not your Otis. He's my Otis. That's my Otis. You can't, you can't have it. It's the guy from uh, from was it Dead Rising? Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. he always calls you up and tells, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to figure out if the second season guys are going to be in it or not because because technically, in the Japanese version, but those were both um, the same series. Yeah, like we got them as two different series, but they were just different seasons in the Japanese version. Right. So so they're still connected. Yeah. The rest of the guys, the rest of the seasons, they're all their own universe for the most part. Well, yeah, because I remember three they watched Digimon seasons one and two. Yeah, exactly. It's like weird things like that. Yeah. Like and like. The Digimon worlds are different depending yeah. on the season. But yeah, those first two are the same. And in the first episode, you see what looks like uh, people getting their asses kicked. And I think it's supposed to be the second season guys getting owned. Well, wasn't there that, wasn't there that one... I, I, don't, I want to say it was a movie mm-hmm. where they actually brought in everybody. And they're like, oh, they go, what's so special about you? And he turns into the Digimon like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, that was, that was the most recent uh, Digimon series. And that one, they had a guy that could... Uh, I guess I reach across time and space. Basically, oh, okay. uh, a hero from from Heroes. Oh, okay. And yeah, so he basically drew all the all the champ all the the main characters from all the different series. Nice. And yeah, there was a guy. They're like, oh, this guy just used cards. What's going on with that? And this guy just turned into a Digimon. This guy just fused with a Digimon. Did that guy just punch a Digimon with his fist and it took it out? Because like, <laughs> there's one guy that he, he doesn't even use his Digimon. His Digimon's just there and it powers him up and he just jumps up and punches the Digimon <laughs> in the face. Like they, they were like so confused. One punch mon. <laughs> God, is it bald? damn it! Is it bald? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, by the way, watch One Punch Man. Do it. Uh, <laughs> do it now. There was a Tumblr post where they they put in a One Punch Man for um, uh, uh, whose line is it anyway? Uh-huh. That the one episode where they say, um, "Okay, oh. I have an ironic uh, superhero name for for him," and he's like Captain Hair. <laughs> you just see Saitama looking like. <laughs> I know exactly which one. That's like one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Colin starting off. What happened? No, 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 no. You're just like. Hama, hama, hama. <laughs> yeah. I trolled off there. Okay. Uh, oh god. Um. Ed, you might be interested in this. No, Apparently, no. there's. <laughs> you say you're always interested. Yeah. Doesn't matter what I say. You'd be like. Blah, 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 blah. Go on. <laughs> um, apparently, there's all-you-can-eat KFCs. What? What? Yeah, I just found that out. I, I, I found out about it. I overheard somebody talking about it, uh, how in Japan there's one. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked it up, the first thing I saw was there's one in Southern California. Nice. It's, uh, it's kind of far. It's like an hour or something. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's 8 dollars and it's all-you-can-eat. They have like a buffet thing line, and you can just go nuts. It's... Um, <laughs> it's uh, 1930 West Ramsey Street in Banning, California. Oh, Banning. Yeah, that's a long way. Banning. I went to Banning once when I was in high school for because I was in marching band. Mm-hmm. Did you and get like, banned? We had, to, we had to go to a... That's, that's we, what I was going to say. <laughs> we, had, we had to go to Banning for a game and it was like, that was the longest trip ever. Yeah, um, it's probably only like an hour from my house, hour, hour 15 minutes, so yeah. it's, it's doable. Um, that, make, that reminds me of like, like you, ever, you ever see those commercials? Like the, the closest CC's pizza to us is in Chino Hills. Hmm. Like I found that out, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to go to CC's. Like the other yeah, ones that say like, like it's like a five ninety nine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, ridiculous. It's like the Sonics too. Don't they have unlimited stuff crust now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, got a, they got stuff crust pizza there. Yeah. That's, in the buffet. On the, on the buffet. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's like it's like six bucks. So it's like why not? It's so hard to find one, but I, I want to go. Yeah, because I hate. That's one of the reasons why I hate cable <laughs> or, or satellite. It's just because they'll show you all these commercials for restaurants that like I'm like. We don't have those. <laughs> I, Shut I, up. I, I want to go now and I can't. Yeah, exactly. New at Ruby Tuesday. Where the hell is a Ruby Tuesday? What is a Ruby Tuesday? I, or, or Longhorn Steakhouse. That looks delicious and cheap. Where the hell is <laughs> I like going to uh, CC's Pizza when I go to Arizona. That's one of the times I ever get to go. Oh, okay. Because I go visit family in Arizona, they have yeah. one right right next to their house. It's always like right on the border, too. Like, like, like I'll look up restaurants and see like, ooh, that looks good. Where's the closest one? Arizona. Michael, what? The, just, just, just jump over. <laughs> you I get over it. here. You can do I, it. I, I hate looking up places and finding that there's one in California, but then you look it up, it's like Northern California, so it's like as far as driving across two states because you're <laughs> going to go all the way north. It's only three hours away in California. <laughs> uh, you can do it. What are you, what's wrong with we you? We can help. 
<laughs> okay, apparently Afro Samurai 2, which I didn't even know was out, the game, not the, oh. not the yeah, series, yeah, yeah. Uh, the game for it was so bad, they pulled it from PSN and Steam, and then they pulled it from everybody's library. <laughs> which I didn't even know you could do. Apparently they can do that on PSN. It's the first time they've ever done it. Well, and uh, and they offer refunds, obviously, for, oh, yeah, once yeah. they pulled it from your, your library. But yeah, it's like gone now. I feel like it's going to be an extremely rare game. Like, only people that, that stay offline with their console. Like how, how like... Because I don't even think it was sold uh, outside of digital. So it's like, it's non-existent now. Like how 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 bad are we talking about that it did To the this? point where you have to re- rebuy it back from the customers. <laughs> Apparently, basically everybody reviewed it with like a 2, uh, a 10, or a 3. Is, is it like uh, Haze? Um... The company says that it is not unplayable. Okay. But that they, they, they basically apologized. They said, we, th- we feel like it was uh, so bad that we should just get rid of it. Like, well, that reminds me of, um, they did that once with an ebook. I forget whose books it was, but like basically said, no, you don't have my, you don't have my authority, um, you don't have my permission to put my books on your, huh. on your thing. And then like anybody that had one on their, on their Kindle. Yeah, it was taken out. Yeah, it was wiped out and then the money was refunded to their, to their accounts. That's crazy how they can do that after you already bought it. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I feel like I should, you should ask my permission. Like, you know, if, if it's a game that's so bad that they want to pull it, I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, but ask me first. Yeah, let me let me let me say okay before you take it. Like if I had something physical and there was a recall on it, I can still choose to Yeah, like, I have even, the option to hang on to it. Yeah. I'm like, but this thing is it's nice. Like like you might be it might be a, a figure that that's too sharp and could hurt children. So I was like, but then like I'll have it and I'm an adult. So I can, exactly. And you have no children. Yeah, I have no children and I like the way this looks, <laughs> so I will keep it here. And then you stab yourself in the eye with it later. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're responsible. Because <laughs> I put it up too high, and then like it slipped out of my hands and <laughs> fell right into my eye. <laughs> you just kept looking at it as it was sliding in. Yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be talking about eye stuff to me. <laughs> There's a specific trope about that. It's called ice cream, and it's a terrible thing. <laughs> Toenails, eye things, mannequins. Three things freak me out. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> So how'd you feel about that scene in uh was it the first? I want to say it was the first um, Silent Hill movie, but by the second one, when it was that giant spider mannequin attacking that girl. I I didn't like it. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a there was like what like uh, what was that show called where they they would they would tell you stories and then some of them were true and some of them were oh, factor fiction. beyond belief factor fiction. Yes, there was a factor fiction, and they had one where this guy was attacked by by supposedly by mannequins in the dark. And like the power went out, so like the, the the cameras went out. So they have like came up to a certain point. The power, the camera, and the power went out, and the power came back on. The cameras came back on, and he's like huddled on the floor and surrounded by the mannequins. Yeah. And he said that he was attacked by them, and like that's literally what he said happened. He was a guy broke in basically, huh. and they have no proof to the contrary. And there's like no reason that he would have lied about that. Like they're not really sure. So and that, was, that was a true story, and I was just like, why did it have to be true? Yeah. <laughs> So, well, for, for, for me and Ed, it was always the one about the monster in the closet. That one creep. Did you know about that one? I don't think so. Oh, this this is one that this kid always, he, this kid would never go into his closet because he was always scared there was a monster in it. But he and, was like 10, 11, so yeah. he got so bullied. Like, yeah, so everyone's like, oh, screw you, there's no freaking monster in your closet. And his older brother's like, look, I'll prove it to you. And he like closes the door and like, he's like, no. And like his, his dickhead friends are like holding the little brother back. And like and the whole time you just hear the door just getting slammed. Oh, let, like, let, let me out, let me out. And they're like, they're laughing because they think like he's joking about yeah. it and blah, blah blah and then finally the mom comes in he's like what's going on and then like the kids let him go and they open the door and the boy's gone the clothes are there his clothes are there he's disappeared and that was a fact that's, that's true. a fact and the, and the worst what? part about it one of my friends says oh yeah I lived in that apartment complex ah uh, Jesus <laughs> what <laughs> yeah my yeah. friend Jesus he, would, he told me he's like oh yeah I lived in that area that show always freaked me out because of the fact ones were so like like, those were not the ones I thought that were going to be true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one looks sounded so far-fetched, and then it's like, that's that true. one is true. What the fuck? <clears throat> there was uh, those old books, the old black and white, with the black and white drawings, there were like horror stories. Yeah. I can't remember what they were called, but they were back in the day, like Goosebumps. They had like, the, the, there other ones that were way more free freakier. Yeah. And some oh, of yeah, those, Scary Stories to Tell in the yeah. Dark by Alvin Schwartz. And so, some of those are true. There was this... this, this uh, it's like interesting, like 107 facts kind of thing for those. Yeah. And there's a lot of interesting stuff about those books. But like a lot of them are based on like uh, 
like almost Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah. But some of them were actually based on true stories, and they're, 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 they were some of the worst ones. So I was just like, why? I used to I used to love those books, and I used to have them. And like the thing that makes me sad is when they re-released them, they changed the cover, the art, no, the, the all the art, just all the all the chapter art. Oh. And I was like, oh, and I was like, that's that the was best the best part. part. Was that yeah. creepy watercolor black and white art? And I was like, oh. This isn't the same anymore, but it used to have like the the, the first the, the three books that it came in, and that was that was always cool. I always love the fact that the first one was like a skull, but it like like I mean, even though to me it's not scary, I know it's yeah. scary to Ed because it had like the red nose and like it had a smile, yeah. so it looked kind of clowny. And, like, yeah, you you got mannequins, I got clowns. Quick clown on the ram. And me, I have piano wire. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Now everyone knows their fears. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, this is a this is a picture of my son. Uh, I'm looking for him. Um, oh, you can keep that. For some reason, he wrote down his home address and in his list of fears <laughs> on the back of it. Um, so apparently they released the new Lion King movie. Oh yeah, well it's a it's a it's um, bleh. it's a, like a made for TV thing heading into a new series. Yeah, so the, it's a made for TV movie, and then the, like you said, it leads into a series. It's the the Lion Guard. The Lion Guard: Return of the Roar. Yeah, because it's um, I believe it's Simba's son. Because basically, at the end of Lion King, him and Nala have a daughter, so yeah. she's basically first to the throne. And rather than be a dick like Scar was, the second born is actually like, you know what? This sounds like a good idea. Like, let's do this because the second and the second born is in charge of protecting the king okay. or queen. Yeah. So his job is that he he makes the lion guard. And like normally you're supposed to make like the the weird thing about the movies that like you know you're supposed to make it out of other lions. Yeah. He picks a bunch of random animals. Like he's he's got a hippo. He's got like a a bird. He's got like like just huh. like basically he's got his crew yeah. as opposed to just having a bunch of lions. He's got the and it's like one of those things that kind of like celebrates diversity amongst amongst people mm-hmm. because it's like there's different things and and just because we're not all the same doesn't mean we can't all like strive for the same goal kind of thing. And and yeah and like of course they actually they're actually bringing back like uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah yeah I saw them in the previous. They even got the same voice actors and everything for those two. Nice. Which is cool. Um, but yeah, like, it's a, it, I, I genuinely want to check it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, why not? It's going to be, it, I believe it's going to be Disney Junior, which is like Disney Channel in the morning. Hmm. Um, the series or the movie? I believe the, the series. I think the movie might just be on Disney. Okay, yeah. I think it's on Disney. Yeah, it, it already came out, but it's going to be coming, uh, it's apparently going to be on like every day this week. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to DVR it. Yeah, cool. it's, it's like one of those, um, Disney sometimes kind of ends up like, uh, what's it called? Like the way MTV or Comedy Central is, where it's like, here's a major event. You're only going to get to catch once. And then they show it like 17 times yeah. like afterwards. And you're like, oh, okay. Rebroadcast. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Did you miss sick it? Of it. Yeah. We'll make sure you did it. <laughs> um, other stuff that, that came out recently uh, or got, got announced. Uh, uh, Valkyria Chronicle 4 got announced. Nice. I didn't even know they were on 3. I'm totally lost on that series. <laughs> well, I know that they made, I know that they made two... I think they made two for the PSP. They made yeah. two for for handheld. And then three didn't come out over here, right? Is that what happened? I think so. Yeah, but apparently four is coming out um, in Japan anyway so far. I also heard there might be a an HD re-release of the original. That also got announced. Yeah. I love the original so much. I, in fact, I'm, I'm replaying it right now. Nice. Um, I'm like going between that and Legend of Mana, just like back and forth. On Ooh, good, good group. Good <laughs> um. Cause yeah, my PS3 like like it's so much of it is my brother. Like he's got so many so many games on there, and then me, I just have like the little corner of PS1 games and then whatever PS3 games I have. Yeah. So I have Valkyrie Chronicles, but then like in, in the PS1 folder, there's um, Final Fantasy IX, Chrono Cross, Legend of Mana, I think the original Silent Hill. <laughs> like, nice. Um, you saw you saw Inside Out recently, right? How'd you like that? Yeah. Well, like I said, like 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 any like any Pixar movie, I just Niagara it Falls. It's it's all. It'll just I'll just it'll surprise be, you. Just... Yeah, like um, it it, it kind of shows like just just how much, I, like I I want to give like a reasonable thing to it, but there's so much of it that makes that in my mind as I'm saying it to myself. I'm like, it sounds like such a cheesy, um, trailer conversation. Oh, like yeah. You'll find out that in the end. Sadness plays an important role. Like, yeah, there was a. Uh, I think it was like everything wrong with you know those videos. Uh-huh. They did one for for 
for Inside Out. And they even said that they loved Inside Out, but they, but they would make movies. They always make videos yeah, they for movies they like too. Yeah, they're just usually shorter. I noticed that you can always tell if they like a movie if it's, it's like shorter. like ten minutes, and then if they hate the movie. It's like twenty five minutes. Yeah. Or if they make a three parter, <laughs> Transformers. Yeah. Oh yeah, that happened. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one thing that was bothering me is they kept saying like, oh. Why do you include so many negative emotions, like anger and sadness? I'm like, the point of the movie is that there are no negative emotions. <laughs> like, they, they, have, they all have a purpose. They explain it right in the beginning, except for sadness, which you find out later what the purpose of it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and, and in all honesty, it's like, it's like technically, if you really think about it, happy would be the only technically positive thing. Every other positive, positive, when quotations, any other positive emotion that you think about all relates back to joy and happiness. Yeah. So I mean, it's like any any negative thing is just a, is just a subsection of what isn't happy. Exactly. Like if you're disgusted by something, oh that's negative. Oh, if you're you're afraid of something, oh that's negative. If you're angry at something, oh yeah. that's negative. You can't make the movie if you just have joy. If, yeah, and that's the whole point and of the movie. And it's unrealistic, you know. Yeah. And, and like, like I said, they all have a they have a point. Like fear protects. Fear yeah. protects. Anger shows when something that's you know going wrong. You know. Yeah. Sadness basically uh, helps helps. It's like a cry for help, asking for help, yeah. and also helps you. Um, move like move on yeah like you know like because you have emotion almost because that's when they started to lose emotion was when he, they didn't have sadness anymore yeah sadness and joy were gone so then all the emotions were started to leave it's a whole thing but yeah, yeah it's a good movie mm. and uh apparently they based the, the emotion thing off of like a I guess like a a really well known book Mm-hmm. Well, I know they or went. Something. I know they went to a lot of like actual therapists. Yeah, therapy yeah, exactly. It was like, like an actual therapy thing about all the emotions that exist, and they had a big list, and they chose from that. Yeah, and they basically whittled it down. To like there was originally going to be, a, I think, logic was going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. But they said that they felt like with logic, it became the emotions were too in control. Like everything that she, she once you had logic, it was like everything you do is just whatever the emotions tell you to do. Yeah. But they wanted her to be separate from the emotions. Mm-hmm. Like the emotions happen to her, and then how she reacts is her own thing. Yeah. Like how she reacts to it. Because logic doesn't feel like an emotion. It feels more like a state of mind. Like you can have angry logic. You can have sad logic. You can yeah. have happy logic. Like logic to me is just a subsection of the emotion itself. Um, I kind of want to see how the the good dinosaur is going to make me cry. Yeah, yeah. it looks good. I like, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm liking it. Because so it's a Pixar. Disney Disney and Pixar have gotten to, to the point where everything's going to make me cry. Yeah. Like even even if it's not the movie, it's going to be the short. <laughs> God I'm, damn, Paper Man from I'm, fucking oh, Rick and Oh yeah, yeah. I'm really that hoping that so the good. hoping that the good dinosaur feels like. I want it to be the next um, Wally, nah. where it's almost like there's very little dialogue, but it manages to be like really good. Besides that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same guy, or start off the same guy. But then I think it was one of those ones where they they, they weren't sure where they wanted to go with it, and so they they got like a second guy that came in to help with the script. Right. And and it took a lot longer to make because of that. But that's a cool thing about Pixar, like Pixar and Pixar and Nintendo. They'll they'll take like ten years on something if they, if they still think it's a good idea but they can't figure out how to make it good yet. Yeah, they'll you take know? their time with it. They'll try tweak it. They, so, so they care more about it being good than about it getting out on time. Kind of like Valve too. They do the same thing. Yeah. Like that's why there's that's why there still hasn't been a three to any of their games yet because it's like, <laughs> right. well, where do we go from here? Do we do this? That doesn't seem like a good idea. Let's not do it yet. All right. That doesn't mean it's off the table. Yeah, but, but just not yet. Yeah, exactly. Not until we forget what we're doing. Um, to go by going to comics. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I I caught up on a lot of comics recently because there's so many now. Um, one interesting one was Huck. Have you guys heard of this, this new series, Huck? Is it Huckleberry Finn? Huckleberry? No, but it's kind of. <laughs> I feel like it's intentional because um because it's kind of like a. He's that kind of character. Okay. Like, he's, like, like he's southern. That's like, is it Huckleberry Finn? Is it Huckleberry? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's. That was just what came out. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because it's, it's being made by uh, Mark Miller. Oh, okay. And it, it came out because he got very upset about Man of Steel. <laughs> like, he's... he's. People say that he's the one that started the trend towards the more violent yeah. comics, and the, yeah. the darker and stuff. But he said that he felt like when he saw Man of Steel, he he didn't like the trend of going that way anymore. He said, like, he feels like Superman is the character who is supposed to... Have all the power in the world, but always do the right thing because he has so much power. Yeah, it gives him the option to always do only the right thing, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. He didn't like that whole, you know, the the next snap and all that. Um, but the one thing that no, that everybody seems to forget, 
Superman killed Zod at the end of Superman 2 as well. Yeah. And nobody nobody remembers that. And everyone's just like, oh, but he killed Zod. That's totally a, a moral event horizon. And I'm like, Zod dies in the original. Like, don't even... Like, I'm like... Yeah, but he probably like, threw him into the, the Phantom Zone after that. <laughs> or did he throw him in there after? There was this dead corpse just... It'll be fine. Like floating like some dead body in, in outer space, like 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 Bill Clinton and Al Gore in that Simpsons episode. Yeah, <laughs> but I really like it um, so far. It's basically Superman if he's like a like in a kind of like a very southern kind of place, mm-hmm. and he's basically in like a small town, and uh, everybody in the town basically knows he has powers, mm-hmm. or that something is different about him. But his his thing is that he was taught he was raised like in an orphanage by nuns, mm-hmm. and they basically taught him to always do one good deed a day. Like so, that's what his thing is: is that he always he uses his power to always find something he can do every day to help somebody. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and he's kind of like they said, like somebody thought, like is he slow? Because he almost seems like he's he could be slow. He's a, he's like a big like, like a Forrest Gump. Yeah, kinda. he kind of has that look too, like a big guy that looks like he could be like that. Mm-hmm. But they said no. I think it's just that he's just really quiet. Like he's 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 always thinking, you know. Yeah. And because he has so much power, he's kind of eccentric a little bit, maybe. You know. Yeah. But he's he's cool. But anyway. It basically leads to him. Um, I think he sees on the news something about like Africa or something. Is like, like something was going down. No, no, I think it was Middle East. I think they were. They, it was like that thing where they they kidnapped the the women that went to learn, oh, yeah. to go to school yeah. and stuff. Like not like not you know like basically trying to like ruin their education thing. So he basically takes a plane over there because I don't think he can fly. They, they show him doing a lot of speed and jump stuff, but not like mm-hmm. he's basically old Superman, you know. Mm-hmm. And he takes a plane over there and he basically saves them all. And. Uh, <laughs> He actually makes the guy take off his glasses before he hits him. Like, like could you just take off your glasses? I'm just going to do it. He just takes it off and just, you see him punch him. <laughs> and um, You hit a guy with glasses. Oh. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, and he makes some promise. He gives him candy and he goes, could you just, you, you just keep a secret? And they actually, they actually do. Like, all the girls are like, oh, you know, sorry, we can't tell you. We, we promised. And then, but then um, the people in his, his town see that on the news. And I think one of them, like, we, we don't know who. But basically, like, I wonder how much money I could get for that. <laughs> like, I knew who did it. Like, it had to be him, right? Yeah. And then it just ends with him basically waking up to a bunch of uh, reporters oh, at his sh- front door. And he's like, oh, like, you know, <laughs> like, the, the jig is up. Yeah. And it was a really good first issue, so I want to see where it goes. I always, I always like it. I always like the idea when, when you see, like, a, a hero like that kind of overextend their means. Yeah. Like, I mean, Superman, he could do that. It, yeah, he, at, could, at, he could spend all day as Superman. At any point in time, he could literally go go to Africa, take out any warlords they have over there, yeah. clean it up, and like. And there's even a, a, a Green Lantern issue where he does that when um when what's his face when Kyle Rayner got the power of Ion mm-hmm. the first time, and he's he's essentially God because he has all the power of of the central power battery inside of him. Oh yeah. So he can he can be omnipresent. He can be omni whatever. He's in Africa, and he he not only um he not only helps feed. The hungry people there, but he makes the land fertile again. Nice. Oh, oh. <laughs> like Superman's like, you can't just do that. He's like, why not? How does how is that hurting? Yeah, yeah. How is that hurting? <laughs> like, it's not it's not like messing with the weather where you fix somebody else's weather. You're just fixing the land right there. Yeah, and like Superman just basically goes like, you can't you can't help them in that way. I'm like, oh, he's like, how? Why? Oh, I get it. It's because I'm the big one now. I got more power than you. Yeah, <laughs> like, ooh, like, he's so mad. You mad, bro? <laughs> so I always, I always like the idea when, like, um, when, like, you see a superhero like actually go out and do something where it's like, like in our world, that honestly could have used a superhero mm-hmm. to help out. Yeah. So to actually read it when like an actual superhero did do, did fix it, and it's like, mm, if only, you know, kind of. Um, what? Uh, I feel like I was interrupting. You. What? No, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> come on, speak. speak. Come on, Ed. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> that's all I wanted. Um, yeah, speaking of messing with the weather, apparently uh, Roxon, a corp from Marvel, mm-hmm. that, that 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 weird, weird, obviously evil corporation that's just always in Marvel. Mm-hmm. They apparently have their own satellite where they can mess with the weather if you if your government like agrees to to it and they just make whatever weather you want. Like they straight up had like a poll, like like, what kind of weather do you want today? Like. I'm like, that's no way that's good for the earth. You gotta be messing with everybody else's weather when you affect one place. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, it's weird. But And they made they made, they made Roxon into Fox. No. Oh. Like, they literally had, like, Fox on News. And, like, 
it's just Fox. I was I was pretty I was pretty sure at the beginning it would have been like Exxon Mobil. Oh yeah, considering it was too. a double X. But then now like I'm like now that now that we're not we're no longer really viewing the oil companies as evil. Like they're still evil. Yeah. But now that my gas is like two sixty a gallon, I think like we're 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 kind of fading away from them being the super <laughs> yeah. evil. And uh, now that it's no longer four dollars. You're no longer the super villain. Yeah, they're, they're just a the villain. They're still villain status. Yeah. It's like they're they're, they're you're now not super they're, villain, but you're still a villain. You're the you're the jewel thieves that either an origin story finds or like the the last three panels of a comic book about a superhero who finds his way um, has. Uh, you're no longer the Doctor Octopus, um, <laughs> and yeah. But now that now that you made now that you make it like basically essentially Fox News, I'm like, okay, that that totally makes sense. Yeah, it's a, it's a certain level of of, of evil. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> at that point, he he left a normal villainy and tried it into cartoonish super villainy. Da, he was no match for Doctor Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> when did Colossus get his doctorate? Um, <laughs> last week. Well, in in Russia, he's doctor. When did any of them get their doctor? I don't see when Doom got it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I thought he did it with um, what's his face. Or well, I mean, technically, I mean, I could probably get my doctor from Latveria. That's I'm true. a freaking ruler. Give me an honorary doctor. Honorary doctor. Boom. Yeah, right. Um, he knows how to make robots. He should, <laughs> used to get doctor. Anyway, um, a Thor was really good. This 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 the first the first issue of the new Thor. Mm-hmm. The, it's still the female Thor. It's still um, what's her name. Uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah, Natalie Portman. <laughs> I like I like because the whole point of it is that she has cancer. Yeah, I don't know if you know, she has cancer, and um, the way it works is basically her being Thor is keeping her from getting treatment because uh, her turning into Thor and turning back it doesn't heal her cancer because it's a part of her, uh-huh. like kind of like diplo status, but it but it but it gets rid of all the chemo. Oh. So basically, she keeps injecting herself with chemo and doing that, and then she, then while she's supposed to be letting the chemo do its work, she sees something on the news that she needs to say, "Oh shoot!" So she turns into Thor, goes and helps, and comes back, and then now the chemo is gone. So then she sets the treatment all over again, and it's getting worse. The cancer is getting worse, and the doctors are like, "Why is it getting worse?" Because she keeps turning into Thor, but she can't tell them that. It's like for the love of God, take a break. Right? You need this. If you want to still be worthy, you, you're, you're you're no less worthy if you lie down for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she, she she's actually part of the council now of uh, I forget what they call them, but like the nine realms. Uh-huh. She basically is in charge of the realm of Earth now. Mm. She's the representative, so she she basically has to go to Senate meetings and crap as herself, not as Thor. Mm-hmm. Like that was her reasoning why she doesn't just stay as Thor. Mm. Plus, Odin has gone nuts and he wants her captured, basically. <laughs> He's, uh, he basically sees it as she stole the hammer from Thor. Mm-hmm. She, she didn't, but that's how he sees it, because yeah. he's insane. Yeah. And because he's always doing stupid crap. <laughs> I feel like Odin's the worst. I just want him to get, I just want him to get overthrown by now. I want him to get wrecked. Right? <laughs> just, just get wrecked. Like, Odin, Odin, Odin's a weird character. First, it was just like, I need to stop listen- you need to stop listening to your other son. And then now it's just like, you need to go take a nap. <laughs> yeah, you need to retire and go to go, Florida. Go, 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 go up a go, coffee take, or something. Take a big Odin sleep. Like he um, he imprisoned his wife too. <laughs> go get some coffee <laughs> with cream or, or something. something. <laughs> We're trying to have a good time. <laughs> not you, this is a happy place. Um, it's interesting. Apparently, uh, according to the most recent comics, the Marvel Universe had had an eight-month time skip after after the end of Secret Wars. Okay. So that's why there's so much stuff that's already happening, but we don't, we're just getting pieces of it. Well, it kind of makes sense just in this, just because it's like, the, I'd rather it, there be a time skip than now we have like eight months of, um, of catching up, of like, you know, we yeah. need to rebuild the universe and we need to blah, blah, blah. So like, blah, eight, blah, blah, blah. So like eight months sounds like a good time for everybody eight to have gotten back later. in. Get reacclimated with their yeah. universes. Already be in an interesting place. Yeah, exactly. We don't. It's like the. It's like I want the super the superhero movies to just skip the origins now, go straight to the, the good stuff. Yeah, I mean, especially you can, you can reference the origins. You can have little flashbacks, but don't do the whole origin every time. Yeah, like um, like I feel like when Black Panther comes out, I got You can you can do that as a solil- as like a little narrative at the beginning of the movie. Like T'Challa is a Wakandan leader. He's descendant of Wakandan Doing leaders. Doing like Star Wars All scrolling of, script. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like like even like one of the like um like a montage almost. Montage. Like, like yeah. 
Like, this is T'Challa. He is the descendant of, of a proud Wakandan race. He is their leader. All leaders of Wakanda are like, hold the mantle of the Black Panther. Yep. Boom. Done. We right? now, and then, like... Here's the movie. And then whenever you, like, introduce the villain that killed his dad, you can bring him in eventually. And then when that happens, you'll have the flashback of, like, he killed my dad. So yeah. Like, like you'll, you'll, get, you'll figure that out as the movie goes on. You don't gotta... Or you can even start it off when he does that, when he does that vision battle. Because I think, like, every Black Panther... They have to go through a vision battle where, like, um, they fight their previous panther. Yeah. And it's like, each 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 panther is essentially kind of weaker, but they have more technology on their side. That's true. Like, the, the first Black Panther can beat the shit out of T'Challa now, but because T'Challa has so much tech, he can work his way around. Yeah, I like the mix of that. Yeah. Um... Speaking of Black Panther, like his his whole thing was because you know the his sister is still the actual Black Panther. Mm-hmm. He became the Black Panther of the crypt or something like that. Uh-huh. The, the Nec- uh, Necropolis. Uh-huh. Basically, he is the Black Panther of the dead. So and, the he, and he he rolls over the the place where all the dead Black Panthers go, all the kings, mm-hmm. like their graves. Nice. So so one of the things he has now he basically has the the accumulated experience of all the the previous Black Panthers. Basically, the Avatar. He's uh, you know, the Airbender, not the other Avatar movies. Okay, so she's so she's gonna be Korra, who has none of that information, but yeah. still has all the abilities. Right, exactly, and um, and they always call him like the King of the Dead because he's, he's in charge of. Mm-hmm. And in the the Secret Wars, he basically uh, broke down the wall, let the, let the zombies out, and then told them to go fight Doom. <laughs> and they they listened. <laughs> like it's, it's funny because didn't didn't look like it worked completely, but uh, like him and Neymar basically convinced them. He's like, just just go do it, and they're like. I don't know. I kind of like being a zombie, and like, yeah, I like this. It's kind of cool being a zombie. I don't want to go fight. Do gonna kick your ass. Do what your king says, Fine. right? And just walk into the portal. I guess <laughs> it's kind of interesting when you consider the fact that uh, if you read the original Marvel Zombies, he was one of the few survivors. Oh yeah, yeah. He was kind of effed up, but he was a survivor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he lost like an arm or something, didn't he? Well, he was he was stored in a in like a like a fridge. They're eating him slowly. Uh, uh, only Ant Man is. Oh yeah. Because Ant Man's like, I need to be able to think, and the only way I can think is if I have fresh meat. That's where you come in. You see, like Black Panther with a leg missing. He's like, just kill me. <laughs> they have in a Deadpool in the one of the Secret Wars ones with the zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mystique and some of the other uh, Mystique and some of the other mutants. They basically had him like pinned up with like stakes to him, mm. and they were just eating his brain over and over. <laughs> because it's Deadpool, he could yeah. just regrow it. Yeah, but he was he was extra loopy because. <laughs> um, now I don't know math. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need math. Uh, apparently, Aunt May works for Howard the Duck now. <laughs> what? That's it. Doesn't even matter. It's just interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was, because there was a there was a part of there was a quick storyline where basically this guy was controlling old people. Mm-hmm. He was obviously had mind control, but only over old people. <laughs> and he was attacking. Uh, he was using all these old people to fight and mm-hmm. steal things. And he basically uh, Aunt May attacked Howard the Duck, and she and he he helped her. Mm-hmm. So now she's she apparently works for him as like a receptionist. Nice. Um, uh, Alpha Flight is like the new sword. They're like MIB now. Okay. They're basically in charge of all the aliens. Nice. And they, they, they literally have like MIV looking place where it's like almost like an airport mixed with like, you know, all these aliens walking through. Nice. Um, yeah, because that's where, that's where um, Spider-Woman, uh, uh, she went there for her, her uh, pregnancy just to make sure everything was cool. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I'm always like, I'm, there's like four Spider-Women, so I'm like... <laughs> yeah, it gets confusing. All the spider stuff gets confusing. Um... Oh, uh, Cable is joining the, the Uncanny Avengers. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I, I get really tired of that storyline where basically like, oh, the team couldn't handle it. So then everything became an apocalypse. But then Cable in the, in the apocalypse was like, I found out where everything went wrong and went back to stop it. He did that storyline like 20 times. Is that his whole storyline though? No, no, no. That's more Bishop though, isn't it? It's both. They literally do the same thing. Because I love how I love how Bishop like get, like hates Cable like just legitimately. Because Cable's like, oh, I come from this, I come from the future when this happens, blah blah blah. And Bishop's like, there's more than one future, dipshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Cable Cable kind of has a fixed point in time almost in his in his future. But Bishop's always like, it changes all the goddamn time. Yeah, you don't even they, know. They have different different opinions on how time travel works, and yeah. I think Bishop's is more correct. Because that's why I loved, like, there was a, I think there was a comic where, um, Hope Solo, not Solo, Hope, uh, <laughs> Summers. No, yeah, Hope, Hope Summers was born. Hope Solo was the soccer player. Uh, Hope Summers is born, 
and Cable's like, I'll protect her, and like, because she's the first uh, mutant that's born yeah. after after M Day. And it's where it's where Bishop basically keeps destroying all the all the features they go to, right? Well, because like basically so- he did something to Cable's time machine that made it that he can only go forward; he can never go backwards. So Bishop yeah. just basically let me f this place up. There, now that place is uninhabitable, so he can't be in that place. So he's got to <laughs> move on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So now and I got to show that. And he basically cornered him. Yeah, I'm like that was. Like that, and that's and that's basically how Bishop's future theory differs from Cable's future theory. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, Cable would be like, "You're ruining all the, fu- all, the st- all the futures," and Bishop would be like, "It's not fixed anyway. Who cares?" Like, like yeah. When this is all done, I'll stop myself from doing it. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it all changes. Yeah. Oh, uh, apparently Simon Baz is still alive. I can even. I was wondering what's happening with that character. Oh, uh, the, uh, the, so yeah. To think uh, about it, yeah, <laughs> the, the one that's supposed to be the current Green Lantern that you don't ever see. Well, because okay, here's how his story was going. Um, essentially, the Red Lanterns were given a sector, mm-hmm. and that sector was two eight one four. Yeah. So it's like, well, what 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 Simon was supposed to do? Simon was basically uh, he's only on Earth. Yeah that that was the deal was that. Uh, they 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 do the sector, mm-hmm. but Earth isn't uh, uh, Simon Bass. Yeah, but yeah, it just gets weird, and uh, he's so boring. He's just he's just handguns. It's like all that I ever see him make is handguns. Yeah. Well, and but then again, I find John Stewart boring too. That's what John Stewart does too. Yeah, but at least he makes more interesting guns. He yeah. has a variation of guns. But I liked it better when because like like okay, John Stewart's a marine, but he's also an architect. I loved it when he was an architect and he oh, just yeah. made shit that looked like blueprints and like every, you see where everything is supposed to go and how everything has a purpose and a point and everything. Mm-hmm. And then now it's just like I'm a marine, hoorah! I got the I got the, like the the helmet and the the flak jacket yeah. and the the, I, the, the the rifles that uh, I like the architect better too. Uh, just like uh, who's the other character? The the artist? No, oh, Kyle. Yeah, I liked when Kyle used to used to make giant hands, and then the hands would draw whatever his his uh, contract was. Yeah, he didn't do that anymore. Yeah, like they they did that in in Rebirth a lot when he was when like or like he mentions it in Rebirth, and that's how um, Hal basically explains how each lantern is different. Yeah, that that guys is like super powerful but non focused, so like a lot of his stuff will actually emanate f- green flame on it, and um um. But yeah, Simon Baz was 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 in the. A Green Lantern, the Lost Army. Mm. So apparently he's also with the rest of the Green Lanterns that are lost. You know, it's just how left in the main universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of interesting what's going on with them. I don't I don't really get it. Not going to spoil anything, but it's interesting. The, the thing that bugs me about it, too, is that, like, they gave they gave him a partner, and it was Bidge, the, uh, oh, the, the, the squirrel. squirrel. I, love, I love the squirrel. You don't like the squirrel? I, I like it. It's just, like, it, it, it's, such a, it's such a counterbalance to it. Like, I'm like... Yeah. I'm like, at least... You know, maybe a normal human <laughs> kind of thing. Nah, I think it works better as a small animal. It's almost like the, the Jiminy Cricket uh. thing. You you gotta have your little your little small uh, conscience animal. Although the one I I kind of wish if if he was gonna have a small animal, unfortunately he died like not too long ago. But you can always mm-hmm. bring him back because the fact that that happened before New Fifty Two, bring back Bzzt. Bzzt was yeah. my favorite one. That was the 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 fly. And the thing I loved about him too was that his partner was Mogo. What? Like, the, like okay. those those are the two of that sector. Yeah, was the the fly and the freaking giant yeah, but, planet. <laughs> like, like I'm like that's perfect teammates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I was kind of hoping for. I I love the way Bzz died too in in battle. He fought I think a Mongol. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mongol. And Please. like basically killed him from the inside. Nice. Like just kept like shooting out. Like he ate him. Freaking Mongol ate him and just like he just blasted his way out and then like but he was like too drained from uh-huh. being eaten to survive and then it went to and then the freaking the ring went to the Black Mercy. His uh, ring went to the Black Mercy. Yeah, the bzz ring. Why? Um, because it was looking because he died, so it was looking for a suitable replacement. Yeah, and it stuck itself on the Black Mercy. And then the cool thing was is that because the Black Mercy apparently has a consciousness and it's uh-huh. sentient. Um. And then uh, since Mongol died, Mongol had a had a uh, Sinestro ring that went onto the Black Mercy as well because it can be a force of will and it can be a force of fear. So it's huh. like, okay, it's kind of like if the Spectre just got rings for some reason. He totally could, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, that's terrifying. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, uh, a Mogo actually has. It's weird. He basically has. Um, he's got multiple rings now, basically. Mm. Not just rings. He's got basically pyramids that are shooting out like the energy, and he's 
HBC. Okay, I did with them. He's basically a wellspring <laughs> of different rings energy now. He's crazy. That's weird. He's he's it's almost like he's a power battery for several different cores. Well, that makes sense considering, like, like it's probably what like green and blue and. I think it was green, blue, yellow, or red. Hmm. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of makes sense because a you want to keep the red away from uh, Atrocitus. Yeah. But, but this is all happening in that other universe anyway, so it doesn't matter what the main stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Because, you know, this is like the previous universe. The universe existed before ours, and it's running out of... Oh. You know the whole storyline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's running out of the emotional uh, spectrum. And it's funny, too, because, like, their emotional spectrum was slightly different. Yeah. Like, it, instead of instead of hope, it was uh, grace or something like that. Like, it was just another... It's another basically the core. same thing, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, they're they're running out of it. So so what they they tried to do is they basically tried to uh, terraform a Mogo in order to make him basically give off the emotional spectrum again, so that they could refill since their universe was running out. Mm-hmm. And it worked, but then also Mogo took it over, so he's in control of it. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish Mogo would have a face, just because I love I love Mogo, and and part of me wants that face to be the, the screaming the- son from Rick and Morty. <laughs> what's the one from What's the one from uh, uh, Marvel that has the, the face? Oh, I forget. The Living Planet, but yeah. I forget his name. I love, I love his freaking weird face. He's got that beard. And... <laughs> Did you see the episode of Hulk and the Agents of Smash when they, no. they, they, they they landed on him and they're like trying to figure out where they are and they go, oh, we're in his nose because they, they think like, they're in like a forest and it turns out it's his nose hairs. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Chris. Yeah. It was a disgusting episode, but I loved it nonetheless. Of our lives. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the new uh, Batman Beyond ended, the new comic. It... It ended on a myth, no, and it was pretty myth across the board. For your me. your your first mistake in that comic was killing off Terry McGinnis and making it Tim. I'm like, what's yeah. the point? The yeah. whole point of Batman Beyond is McGinnis, and then it's like, oh no, let's bring Tim Drake and we'll drag him to the future. Crazy shit will happen to him, and it's like, oh no. And like, isn't, isn't Tim Drake still in the main universe? What's the deal with that? Yeah, like he's like, I mean, I, I've seen him on We Are Robin. Like they, they yeah, had, he's still and around. He's still in Teen Titans and. I, I don't know. Just whatever. It's over now. We can forget about it. Uh, <laughs> it just makes me angry. Isaiah, <laughs> calm down. Um, <laughs> I will not calm down. Flip. Put down the chair. <laughs> Speaking of of kind of weird, uh, there's a new Star Lord comic, mm-hmm. and it's it's just weird. It like confuses the timeline all up. It muddles it all up, and it's just like, it's not the original storyline for him. It's not the movie storyline for him. It's just, it's not as good as either one of those. And I don't get why they needed to do it. Mm. And and it's weird. Like like like. He he doesn't get off a planet when he's when he's ten. His mom's killed when he, um, by aliens when he's ten, which is I think they were the original storyline for him. Mm-hmm. But then unlike the movie where he basically leaves Earth when he's ten, that doesn't happen in this new origin. And instead he gets off planet using I think like a, a scroll or a, what's the other main alien race? Kree. Yeah, I think it was a Kree spaceship that was brought in by the Avengers and and it was sponsored by Iron Man. So basically it's like Iron Man's already a thing, the Avengers are already a thing. And now he's finally leaving planet as like and he's like 15 or something. And it's just weird. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, well I mean, he's younger than he is than he was when he left in the comics cuz in the comics he leaves like when he's in his 20s cuz he was an astronaut. Yeah. yeah. That whatever so blah, blah. So I think they're just trying to find the middle ground, but at the same time like a why why would you make it in a world where the superheroes already exist? Yeah, it's like either either just just leave the regular one alone or or retrofit it to make match the movies. The movies the movies one was good anyway, so you don't need to mess with that formula. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's upsetting to me. <laughs> it was it felt like a waste of time after I finished reading it. Yeah. Um, because then also it kind of takes away from the whole thing about him being part alien anyway. It, it, it just makes it feel like as if I'm just a human that wants to go to space. Wee. Yeah, I'm sure they'll bring it up again because it's still canon that he's part alien. So. Yeah, because I mean, in Guardians of the Galaxy, he's in in the comic of Guardians of the Galaxy, he's in control of the planet that his dad ran. Yeah, so that's already a thing. Yeah, and in the movie, it's hinted that he's part alien. So there's no there's no reason to change that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> There's a, a Batman um, Europa, which is apparently a, it was a comic that was supposed to come out years ago, and I guess it kept getting delayed. Mm-hmm. It's finally, it's finally started coming out now. It's a pretty good storyline. It's like I said, it was supposed to come out years ago, so mm-hmm. it's got Batman and Joker in it, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty non-canon because it feels o- older. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a pretty cool storyline. Basically, uh, Batman and Joker get infected with a virus by somebody, mm. and they basically both have a week to live. And the guy that did it to them gave both them both clues that are different. So basically, they so have to team up. So it's basically a Batman and Joker teaming up and going to Europe. 
which is very it, interesting to me. And kind of road trip. And yeah. it's just like, well, like Joker was was aesthetic. <laughs> he was very happy about it. <laughs> Batman, not so much. Well, yeah, he gets to hang out with Batman. Yeah. yeah. And everyone knows that Joker's gay for Batman. Like that's, that's pretty much the whole point yeah. of the, the Joker Batman yep. dynamic. Uh, it's like Joker's like, you need me. And Batman's like, no, I don't. <laughs> and then Joker's work. like, I'll kill 27 people to prove that you need me. So <laughs> <laughs> you need me now? <laughs> Just love me. <laughs> uh, uh, you see those uh, th- those covers I showed you on Facebook? The uh, Valiant covers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are uh, pretty cool. And they're they're all supposed to be like, um, like they're already graded. And yeah, they're already graded, but they're actually covers. They just look like they are. Yeah. And then they obviously break the fourth wall. Like one guy complains about his grade being too low. He's like, hey, I, for how old I am, I, I am in good shape. Like, hey, cause he got like a 3.8 and everyone else is like yeah. a 9.8. I love the fact that nobody's a 10. Yeah. Like, you, you never find a 10. 10s are like non-existent. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like... It's, you you have to grade it the second it comes out. Like, like, and even then, I feel like it would be a 9.9. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally straight off of the press, going straight to the long box, and it's still not a 10. Yeah, but I love all the, all the fourth wall breaking. One guy is actually cutting it open. He's like, yeah. you, can't, you can't contain me. And then one guy is like... Um, I think they're all trapped in there with like a smelly guy, like mm-hmm. an, an alien looking guy. And they're all just basically holding their breath and it's like, you gotta let us out, man. We need some air. Like, <laughs> Always know that we record here at Undercity Comics off of Philadelphia Boulevard and Greenleaf yeah. Avenue. Um, Never forget. In the city of Whittier. In the city of Whittier. Yeah, in Uptown Whittier. Uh, you can hit us up on our Twitter account at Procrast Podcast. You can email us at podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. Uh, we'll hit you up next week. Uh, have a good food day. We also have a YouTube that I will update eventually. <laughs> when we get yeah, to when, it. I'm, I'm very behind on it, but I'll, I'll as, do it. As soon as we get more episodes, I'll start uh, put up. I'll, I'll start promoting the hell out of that. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys take care. We'll see you later. Oh yeah, bye. Enjoy.